Good day, good day, Doc Spacers. You're listening to the Doc Space Startup School Podcast. Starting a medical practice may seem like a dinosaur of an idea, but with the advancements of technology and the remote flexibility of care management, it's never been easier. Hi, I'm Dr. Mario Amaro. I'm a United States Navy veteran, a medical physician, and a health tech founder on a new mission to help clinicians rediscover their autonomy and bring back private medical practice. DocSpace Startup School is a virtual course that's built and designed to help clinicians navigate the medical practice formation process. In this podcast, we will interview some of the industry's leading experts in health law, design, marketing, finance, and tons of other exciting topics to help you better prepare to start and manage a successful medical practice. Welcome to the DocSpace crew. Hey everyone, I'm Dr. Mario Morrow, co-founder and CEO at DocSpace. And I'm Sammy, co-founder and chief design officer at DocSpace. So today's uh, topic is going to go over telemedicine etiquette. You know, um, just basically what are the best practices? What are some of the do's and don'ts when conducting a video call, more specifically a telemedicine video call? So this is kind of something that we believe that's not frequently discussed or isn't really reviewed. Um, and doctors tend to just think, hey, look, it's, I use FaceTime. I can totally start doing this and offering this service to my patients or, you know, working a telemedicine side gig and earn some extra cash and, and be able to see patients in an easier way. Totally makes sense. Respect it. Um, we just feel like there's some things that you must learn first before actually diving into providing that type of service to your patients. So um, let's go ahead and start it off a little bit. So basically, what is a telemedicine? You know, so uh, telemedicine is just a video call, right? A visit that you're able to connect with the patient and deliver your expertise, provide your level of care management using a different form of system or a different channel, right? So that's like, here we are now, similar to this webinar, if you were a patient that was viewing this, me as your physician, I would be providing you guidance and treatment based off of what I feel um, and what you're presenting to me. So that's basically, we're in a patient room, this exactly be the exact same thing, or just now it's done via video call, right? And that video call can happen in multiple forms, whether that's a mobile device that you're using, your patient is using, a computer device, right? Such as a laptop or a desktop. Um, so there, there are different forms, and there's even like stand, um, like existing products that are in hospitals that are kind of like cows, is what we call in the hospital, which everyone's probably familiar with in the healthcare space. Computer on wheels is what we call it. And so there's like, video telemedicine computers that are traveling around the hospitals that are also similar, right? In that, in that uh, perspective. So what we want to do is just basically teach you or at least give you a quick introduction on what are some of the best tools and tricks or things not to do. Um, so before the call, a couple of things. Um, how you dress it's still important. We are professionals, right? Um, when you're conducting this visit and patients do expect to kind of have some type of uh, a professional on the other end, and you definitely want to be able to reflect that. Um, even if it's in video, you know, uh, there's the difference sometimes in video that you're unable to provide, you know, your personality, you're unable to, you know, show a little bit of empathy that's important for in-person care. But you have to think of creative ways to be able to still deliver that message, still be, um, be able to provide patients and show them that you still have 
uh, some type of empathy towards them, you know, when you're providing that level of care, you just got to do it in a different way, you know, um, easier thing. And we'll get into it. Um, you know, it's smiling, right? Just knowing that, Hey, look, there's a happy face. I'm like just talking to you, looking like I'm tired and like, you know, sad face, you know, emoji, right? Like patients are not going to want to talk to you. You know, they're probably the ones with sad face. So you got to like really focus on them, not really making it about you in that situation. Um, so best thing is, before we even get started, right? So let's think about a tire. So I'll, I'll jump into that. Um, you know, make sure your clothes are not wrinkled, right? Uh, you have a, either a button-up shirt, polo. You know, it'll be even nice if you can throw on that white coat. You know, um, I, I didn't want to throw on mine for this for, for this call, but you know, uh, just still, you, ha- you throw on your white coat. Let people know that you're the physician. I think more at since you are not in the same room as that patient. Optics are a little bit more important, so that something as simple as a white coat probably will signify that you are the physician, that you are providing a level of service than just being in the hospital. Probably, you know, in in the hospital, it has less significance, um, but in the video format, it probably have more weight, right? It'll have more significance because now you're saying, look, this is the doctor, and this is what is able to identify me as the doctor. Um, so that, that's really important. You know, other things is basically, um, making sure that, you know, you are focusing really on the, you know, the clothes that you do have, you know, if it has any line words on it or something like that, that may be kind of taking the patient's attention away from who you are. You know, I would keep it kind of solid colors if possible. Um, or nothing like you don't want to be behind a white wall and then you're wearing a white coat. And then white shirt, you know, like you want to have some type of different variations of colors, just specific, specifically where you're located and what's behind you. There are different formats that we can use to add barriers to your background. They're called virtual backgrounds. So um, you're able to do that as well. And that's kind of uh, certain platforms do offer that feature. Um, so it's kind of important. You don't want to have a pictures of your kids or, you know, some random thing that you probably don't want people to see. You know, like, uh, try to keep it really professional if possible. Um, as you can see, you're looking at my living room right now. And, um, you know, I think it's pretty professional, kind of shows who I am. But again, it's nothing significant that it's going to um, make the patient kind of lose focus on myself if this were a, uh, you know, an actual video consultation. All right. So another really important thing, check your video and audio quality. This is so important. This can actually like lead to the whole telemedicine call even failing and you not being able to like communicate or then communicate to you. Um, it's so important that you conduct the call in a place you already know has a great internet connection. If you wait until you're actually in the call, your video might break up or worse, like you could lose the connection. Um, I think of how awkward or even like really jarring that might be for someone who's like waiting for your help. Um, now there are ways to test this so you don't just have to guess or Um, you know, think everything's fine with your home connection and then suddenly it's not. Uh, If you just Google speed test, um, Google has a speed test you can use or you can click any of the first few results. Um, You, it's like, it takes just maybe 10 seconds. All it does is like it practices downloading and uploading a file to see what your connection speed is like. Um, Now for video calls, you want at least one megabit of upload bandwidth. Um, Now what that means is, Upload bandwidth means you are transferring data or a video up into the internet um, and one megabit of bandwidth speed 
What that means is that's going to be enough for you to have a high quality video that you're streaming over to your patient. And now for audio, make sure you conduct the call in a setting with as little noise as possible. Um, don't take it in a coffee shop if you can help it. And definitely not, you know, the mall or something. Um, of course, we can't always escape things like maybe construction outside or a dog that's barking. Um, but we can always try our best to prepare to avoid those kinds of things. Um, it's a really great practice to have a dedicated space where you take your calls. Maybe it's in your office. Maybe you have a home office or study or just like kind of a, a quiet space that you could take it. Uh, so that you always have like a go-to area. Um, things like headphones, headphones and a decent microphone, super cheap investment, but so worth it. These can be a huge help in eliminating those distractions for both you and your patient. So you both don't get all the outside noise and you can just focus on the call. Yeah, this is really good information, especially early on um, when you're thinking about, you know, what specifically is happening in the space that you're going to be working at. Um, there are some co-working spaces that have like quiet rooms, you know, or if you're at home, you may want to like designate that's my quiet room, right? So you're able to know that, okay, the acoustics, meaning the sound in that room, it's not bad. It actually is good for a video call. And if you don't have that type of room, you know, like for example, my home, I have very high ceilings. Um, so it's best if I am able to use, you know, some type of headset or, you know, if you have AirPods or, or, or whatever type of device that you feel is suitable for your needs, it's better to do that and use those tools because they will help um, patients be able to hear you. And, um, you know, it's really important because you want to make sure that the information you're passing is actually being understood since you are not there in person to confirm, right? So you want to definitely ask over and over to make sure that the patient understands um, what your whatever message that you're delivering, right? The information that you're passing, because again, whatever you do provide, that's important. That's going to impact that patient's health. Um, another couple of things, you know, prior to setup, right? So any call, maybe you are getting ready for the day. Um, you kind of want to have everything that you're probably going to need, whether that's note-taking, whether that is, you know, any pens, papers, anything like that, as well as any like drinks, you're going to be talking a lot. So you may need to have like water or coffee or something prepared just in case you have to kind of, you start noticing your throat starts to get a little dry or, you know, you may have to take a swig of water really quick and then continue the conversation. That's, that's not very, it's not professional. It's just, it's common, right? If you're talking a lot, you're, we're going to get, you're going to get dry. So you're going to need to have some water and continue the conversation. So be prepared for your workspace for that day, just to know, okay, these are the things that I need around me to be able to make sure that I'm better prepared for this call. Another thing is lighting, right? So um, example, if you're in a darker room or maybe your office or the space that you're in doesn't have that many windows, you know, so there's not any natural lighting coming in, then you may need to have uh, another extra lamp or something there because that's going to matter what the patient is able to see. And again, this is really important. You know, even though we're focusing on what you're sharing, the information that you're providing, this is a video call. So you need to be able to showcase who you are, right? Patients need to be able to see you. And that's the point. It's a video call. Now, if it was just a telephone call, that would be a little bit different, right? Voice would be more significant uh, factor there. But now that it's a video call, it's voice plus the image that you're able to actually display to the, what's the patient's able to see right on their end, whether that's through, like I mentioned, their mobile device or if they're connecting through their own, you know, laptop or, or, or you know, um, computer. 
Um, so that's something that's really important. And, you know, most computer systems nowadays and most uh, telemedicine platforms, you know, even our own telemedicine platform is optimized for lower bandwidth, but we still want to make sure that you are in a good area that has proper lighting to be able to display a, a good image to your patients. All right, so now you have like your lighting, your background, your audio and video. The next thing we're gonna do, we're gonna continue to like reduce distractions and that's setting your notifications or your phone on silent or on mute, even just temporarily. Um, like I just said, you know, make sure everything's set to like vibrate or silent. If you're on a Mac, um, in the top right, you're going to see there's like a little icon for notifications. If you hold down the option or alt key and you click that, it's going to gray out that icon and that'll temporarily uh, make sure notif no notifications disturb you. If you're on a Windows computer, um, in the search bar, type in focus assist and that's going to pull up the focus assist program. You set that to alarms only and make sure you don't have any alarms set and that'll also dismiss your notifications. Um, you just don't want to be in the middle of something really important and your phone starts blaring or you have other sounds coming from your computer that could distract both you and who you're talking to. Yeah, that, really good information, Sammy. And, and you know, the, another thing about the notifications, it's like not just notifications from your computer itself, it's notifications from your phone, your own personal devices that you have at home, right? So think of it like we all live in a connected world, right? Like uh, we have many devices in your home. I have Ring, I have, you know, Google Home, I have other, you know, my Nest, these different things that are pulling like bandwidth from my own internet connection, right? And also, the, it, I have my phone turned on, ringers, those different things that may notify me that I have to make sure that I put on silent prior to conducting any type of visit. Because remember, when a patient visits with you on a video call, they're basically paying for that time. So their time is basically, you know, what they're paying for. You need to make sure that you're devoting and you have, they have that full, your full attention during that call. So if something is disrupting that time that they're paying for, you're, you're not delivering the right service. And that's the difference between being in person and then being, you know, seeing someone through telemedicine. We have to focus more on that customer experience, unfortunately, you know, like it's, it changes the dynamics between, you know, in-person patient care to now video. Cause like we're saying, Hey, look, this 10 minute, 30 minute, 15 minute, you know, call, you know, slot, it's yours. You have my undivided attention during that time period. So you need to make sure there's no distractions, um, you know, that are, that you can control. Sammy mentioned things outside of your control you know, traffic noises, ambulance noises, dogs barking, you know, stuff, you know, cars honking, those things you cannot control. But in your own environment, in your own space, you should be able and professional enough to control that. So it's really important. Um, a couple other things that I mentioned earlier was regarding the, the bandwidth of other devices. You know, if you are going to be working in an environment that you know um, you do have other connected devices on your system, it's simple to easy just turn them off, turn off the Wi-Fi, right? Or um, get it off of kind of competing with the space that could potentially impact the video quality of your, you know, video calls that you're providing with your patients. Um, so it's important that you do that. Just go to, you know, scroll down or something, click Wi-Fi off and let it run 
you know, on either if it's LTE or some other type of service or just turn it off completely. That would really make things a lot easier for, for you to be able to connect with your patients. Um, the other thing is when you're talking, make sure this is no different from when you're talking to a patient in person. You know, a lot of patients do make complaints that sometimes maybe you're at the computer typing and, and they're talking and you're not looking at them, right? That, that's a common thing. So don't do the same thing in a video, right? Look at the video, look at the image of the other person on the other side of the screen and talk to them. You know, you, you, it's like, think of it if you guys were in the same room, you know, and everyone's kind of having that face-to-face -face conversation, treat it exactly the same way. And make sure that you're, you know, the patient knows that you're actually paying attention to what their need is, their concern, or that you're, you know, able to deliver that message um, directly to them, you know, and they feel like, okay, this doctor paid attention to me, you know, I want to continue using this doctor's service. And so related to like not doing or not multitasking and doing other things while you're supposed to be talking to the patient, um, try to make sure you're, I know this is a weird one, but like making eye contact with the patient or at least looking at the camera while you're talking to them. That's something that I personally struggle with. Um, and I know it's natural for our eyes to like want to look at moving things. So you're going to be looking at the patient's video um, for most of the call, but at least while you're speaking, try to look at the camera so it looks like you're talking directly to them. And if that's kind of difficult for you, just try to always keep your line of sight like in the middle of the screen. So at least it'll like line up with the camera. Um, it just adds to that feeling of like them being paid attention to and that it shows that your focus is on them and not like on a screen over here. You're not watching Netflix on your iPad down here. Like you're using this time to talk to and treat them. Yeah, really good information because, you know, again, it's all about how you would talk to someone in person, right? Um, you wouldn't want to have kind of your back towards someone. You wouldn't want to be like slouched over, kind of like showing that you have no interest in that conversation. So it's exactly the basic social norms that you would expect in an in-person setting. You would want to focus on those exact type of, uh, you know, kind of postures and experiences and different types of, I guess you can say mannerisms, right? That you would have, you would want to deliver the same exact kind of experience in a virtual setting than you would in person, because that, if not, it's even more enhanced. People are going to be a little bit more focused on how you present yourself through a virtual setting than, you, than what, what you normally do in person, right? They kind of probably would let certain things slide in person than they would in a virtual setting. So I think you should probably, you know, pay a little bit more attention to how you interact and what you do and what you say and how you present yourself, you know, during the video conference, even if it, you know, you're kind of maybe on your 10th call of the day, you know, it's 10th patient, maybe been on 30 minutes, 15 minute calls back to back. And you're kind of slowly hearing the same, you know, consultation reasons, the same visit chief complaint, over and over again and you're kind of tired of hearing it maybe but really that that every single patient should be receiving the same level of care and i think we all there, i shouldn't have to tell any physician that we're all doctors we totally get this you know what it's like to be a doctor no one should really tell you what it's like or how, what how to be a doctor you 100 percent get that um you know we just want to make sure that you understand how to use technology to help you be a doctor you know 
we, we're not here to teach you how to be a physician. You get that. That's you. You know, you learned, you went to medical school, went to residency. You 100% get that. So, um, you know, th we're going to be posting this video and, you know, um, we're going to make sure that you have the access to ask questions in the forum as well as the group chat. Uh, if you can think of anything uh, that we may have missed, you know, feel free to reach out, feel free to ask, you know, there's a lot of different things that we can go over and kind of really scrutinize and say, you must do this, you must do that. But reality is, is that you're going to kind of learn your own way. You're going to kind of, you know, be able to make, you know, build your own best practices to really make it more efficient to your own custom style of delivering this service. Um, but really, these are just the basic tips that we, we know and we see doctors to understand, look, you know, don't be talking like this, right? Don't be talking like this. You know, make sure that your video screen is properly in your face. You know, make sure that you can hear me and not going to be talking like here. Probably you can't really hear me as good. You know, I, I, so it's just these are just certain things that are just kind of important to understand. And if once you're able to just figure it out, you don't need anyone coaching you anymore. You'll you'll be as efficient as anyone who uses these platforms. Um, so again, thank you very much for joining. I'm Dr. Mario Morrow, I'm co-founder and CEO at DocSpace. And I'm Sammy, I'm co-founder and chief design officer at DocSpace. Thanks guys, enjoy your day. Bye. Thank you for listening to the DocSpace Startup School podcast. Please check us out at startupschool.mydocspace.com for more video lectures and product demos. And don't forget to join the DocSpace Startup School community to engage with other clinicians going through their journey of starting a medical practice.